Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1061, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and BloombergRadio.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. This is you know, Bloomberg. Carol, with the, with the Giants stinking up the National League West, I don't know if you noticed, my productivity has been through the roof. I, you know, don't keep track of your productivity, Corey. Because I'm not I watching gotta- baseball all day and night. <laughs> I got other things to do. Like, uh, they're giving away free popcorn here. And, you know, uh, ESPN is also apparently uh, giving its programming away free. How about and that? And there goes that productivity for all those college <laughs> students who are going to be getting free ESPN. We're going to dig into that story a little bit. But first, let's get to Charlie Pellet with the latest in business news headlines. Charlie. And I thank you very much, Corey Johnson. Thank you, Carol Nasser. Mixed picture for U.S. equities today. Little changed, however. Records for the Dow and the S&P 500 index. We did see stocks turn around in the final 30 minutes of trading. The Dow and S&P at records. NASDAQ did move lower. Federal Reserve stuck with its forecast to raise interest rates again this year, saying Hurricane damage won't derail an otherwise healthy expansion. Here's Fed Chair Janet Yellen. We also decided that in October we will begin the balance sheet normalization program that we outlined in June. This program will reduce our securities holdings in a gradual and predictable manner. Reaction from Dan Heckman, who's with U.S. Bank Wealth Management. He was interviewed right here on Bloomberg Markets. We felt like there'll be a December Fed rate hike and kind of got confirmation of it when 12 of the 16 uh, members of the FOMC expect a rate hike this year. I, I'd say unless something really odd happens between now and and December, you know, expect the Fed funds rate hike in, in December. I think it's in the bed. Ten-year down six thirty seconds yield there two point two seven percent gold slumped ten fifty eight the ounce to thirteen hundred down eight tenths of one percent crude up one point nine percent to fifty forty one a barrel. Apple shares fell the most in more than a month after an analyst said demand for the iPhone eight is quote substantially lower than for earlier models of the world's best-selling smartphone. Apple uh, lower today by one point seven percent. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. All right, Charlie. Thank you so much. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets, and this is Bloomberg Radio. Well, ESPN is concerned about those cord cutters, those people who have decided, eh, I don't need cable TV. So they're giving it away to keep them under the fold. Uh, Jerry Smith's got that story from Bloomberg News, covers Bloomberg News uh, uh, media for Bloomberg News, and, and uh, Jerry joined us right now. Jerry, uh, t- talk to me about what ESPN is doing. How What is this program and how widely is it being rolled out? Yeah, I, sh- I should clarify. This is uh, Comcast's program. Uh, ESPN sells its channels to Comcast. So ESPN's not exactly giving its, its programming away, but Comcast has made a really aggressive push to uh, get college students to use its service. They have um, an online TV service with ESPN and a bunch of other channels. Uh, on about 100 different campuses, and they're really trying to reach out to this, um, you know, this younger demographic that's, you know, less likely to be watching television, more likely to be, you know, on Netflix or, or YouTube. I mean, my, I'm always fighting with my kids because they're ordering shows on Amazon Prime that we already have on the TV. They don't even know how to use the channel guide in the TV. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can, there's Amazon, there's Netflix, Hulu. I mean, there's so many different, uh, there's so much competition for a cable company like Comcast. So they're trying to reach that next generation of consumers at a very early age. 
And, uh, you know, this is just, it, it's a really good example of how, uh, a cable company, I mean, they're, one of their biggest problems right now is password sharing. And so they're hoping that if they can reach college students at a young age and sort of ingrain in them this idea that you log in and you can watch Comcast and, and the service is kind of baked into their housing costs. So it, it is free in, in a sense that you're not paying extra as a college student. Uh, all students on campuses get this. But yeah, I mean, password sharing is a huge problem for cable companies. In other words, the, the kids go to school, take mom and dad's password, and end up keeping it years after school. Exactly. I mean, it, it's, there's not a lot of data on this, but anecdotally, I mean, if you talk to anybody under the age of 30, uh, there's a good chance that one of them is using a family member's password. I mean, on college campuses, there's fraternities and sororities that are uh, sharing Netflix accounts uh, with each other. So it's yeah. it's a real problem. Jerry, it's like getting us all used to Amazon Prime, right, and getting whatever we want tomorrow or the day after, not paying for it. Like, you get people used to something. And they stick with it. Uh, is this a smart strategy by Comcast? I mean, it, it certainly can't hurt. Uh, it's, a, it's a little unclear how effective it is. Uh, I mean, I, I did talk yeah. to a few college students while reporting this story, and, you know, at least one of them said, you know, I moved off campus, and it's not available to him off campus, and he's not paying for cable service. So the goal for Comcast ultimately is that, uh, you know, they can reach a consumer at a young age, and then they graduate and, and start making some money in their first job, and they pay for for cable Another thing that Comcast is hoping to do here is this is an app that these students use to watch, you know, their streaming TV. So Comcast also gets a lot of insight into what sort of shows college students are watching. Mm. Um, you know, this spring, some of the most popular shows, I thought it was kind of interesting, Law and Order was a, a really popular show on campuses, and as well as Sports Center and the NBA playoffs. It turns out that college students watch an enormous amount of sports. So, um, you know, some of these cable companies that might offer offer a sports-free bundle, uh, they're not going to offer that to, cable, to college students because their data shows that they just love watching it's sports. It's those darn law and order marathons that just go on and on and on, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, it's interesting, though, but, it, you know, it is, you know, folks trying to think about how to grab a consumer early, right, and have it for a long time. I mean, this and there's so much competition for people, their eyeballs at this point. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you, you, uh, anecdotally, I mean, college students are spending a, a lot of time on Snapchat. Uh, Snapchat's certainly trying to win over college students. They've got a, a new program where they're going to start publishing college newspapers on their Discover section of their app. So Comcast is competing with so many different um, companies now, and and the you know the habits of this younger generation are just so different. They're they don't um, the idea that they're just going to automatically sign up for cable when they move into their first apartment after graduation is not a given anymore. It's interesting too that the that the you know the bets that um, Comcast in particular has taken on content that it's not enough for them to provide the service to get the get the the pipe into the house and get the yeah, you know, because you would think some of these you know people would want to get the fastest internet connection they can possibly get, and that that might indeed be uh, through Comcast. But uh, Comcast has put a big bet that they're also going to take content. If if they don't take the pipe, they don't get the content. Yeah, that's right. I mean, there's a lot being made about cord cutting and the threat that it poses to Comcast and, and the whole industry. Uh, but it is worth remembering that Comcast uh, sells uh, high speed internet. And so you can't get Netflix or Amazon or Hulu without that broadband connection that the cable companies are still selling. Kind of just fascinating to see some of the moves that uh, folks are telling. I guess time will tell, Jerry, just quickly about 20 seconds or whether or not this will work. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's an interesting experiment. Mm. It certainly makes sense to try and go after this young audience uh, while they're still sort of forming their entertainment habits. Um, but, yeah, it remains to be seen whether this is going to make much of a difference. All right. Jerry Smith, thank you so much. Appreciate that. Media reporter at Bloomberg News joining us in our Bloomberg 1130 studio in New York City. You can check out more of his stories. Just go to Bloomberg.com. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets on this Wednesday, Fed Wednesday. Carol Masser, Corey Johnson, you've got to check on your top business stories. Coming your way in just a moment. This is Bloomberg Radio. Let's get to Nathan Hager right now in our 991 Newsroom in Washington, D.C. with world and national news headlines. All right. Thanks, Corey. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell intends to bring the Graham-Cassidy health care bill to the Senate floor next week. That is according to a McConnell spokesman. Republicans have just 10 days to pass a replacement for the Affordable Care Act without Democratic support. Republican Governor John Kasich of Ohio says that's not the way Congress should do things. I know they're going to try to do this. I don't know if they're going to get the votes or not, but... This is not going to settle anything down. And at a time when we saw a little bit of sunlight, you remember we got kind of bipartisan agreement. There was some hope. This is kind of, kind of like reverses all that. Kasich was on Bloomberg Television. A special primary runoff election is coming up next week in Alabama, pitting incumbent Senator Luther Strange against former Alabama Chief Justice Roy Moore for the Republican nomination for Senate. This race has already split conservatives. Now, Strange may be hoping a last-minute change to the just-passed defense authorization bill will help put him over the top. They quietly inserted an amendment, a provision sponsored by Senator Strange, that would boost the funding, basically double the funding in the bill for a controversial ship program called the Littoral Combat Ship. Bloomberg government congressional reporter Roxana Tyrone says this ship is made in Mobile, Alabama, even though Senate Armed Services Chairman John McCain has criticized the Littoral Combat Ship as wasteful spending. Tyrone says he may have allowed that amendment and others through to help a fellow senator. You can read more about this at bgov.com. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. In Washington, I'm Nathan Hager. This is Bloomberg.